Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. chat about fun in motherhood we're told to prioritize our self-care as mothers you hear it all the time in order to avoid burnout and that's all good but do you notice that people don't really ever tell us to prioritize fun (laughs) i want to share a story with you i've talked about this in one of my books i can't remember which one it is off the top of my head it might have been the latest one um When I was doing my master's in clinical psych, I think it was like our first day or something like that, and I'm sitting in this room and it's hot and it's stuffy and there's those horrible plastic uncomfortable chairs that just creak every time you try and shift your weight, but you can never get comfortable. Um, And so there's lots of stuff to get through and there's a big whiteboard in the middle of the room. And then, uh, yeah, this lecturer says something like, you know, let's have a list of what we need to make it through masters or postgrad or whatever it was. And, you know, there's your exercise with writing up, all right, you need determination, you need to be organised, all that kind of stuff. And then she's like, no, 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 you're still missing something. And she writes fun up on the board. And you're like, oh, okay, right, I see the exercise that we're <laughs> going with here. Doing postgrad is, or doing any, like, for any study, uh, particularly when it's condensed into a certain period of time that you ideally need to get your thesis done, it's stressful. So anyway, I'm finishing up our orange juice and there's cheese and whatever else is going on. And then just as that, you know, is coming to a close, she goes up back up to the whiteboard and like crosses the word fun off the list. And she's like, right, that's it. <laughs> and it's like, I think it was very kind of right humor but at the time I'm I wasn't really sure it's like is she serious (laughs) the point of this story though is to encourage you to notice if there are you know places in life where you're kind of cross crossing fun of the whiteboard so to speak is then you've got this idea that there's a set amount of time or there's a set amount of fun that you can have and it's not really something that you should prioritize so you know when you hear the terms self-care and me time and hobbies and maybe it's kind of just become something else to do for your to-do list to actually be considering whether engaging some of those self-care activities or hobbies or whatever it is you're doing with your time that's actually maybe not really that 
fun because I know until I started actually thinking about this a bit more and researching it, there's not a lot of research on fun, I've got to say. <laughs> like, I've definitely found myself engaging in activities that I sort of feel like I should like, but like they're not really fun. And it might be relating back to how that you look after yourself. So a big one for me is I don't do well when I listen to like kind of meditation type music and sit down and meditate. So anything, you know, whales, Enya, that kind of stuff, not really fun for me. Um, similar to like, I really don't like formulaic arts and crafts where it's like paint by numbers or I don't know, I used to have a friend who really liked doing long stitch and embroidery and stuff like that. It's even crocheting, I'm sorry, but my friends tried to get me into it and I just I just don't like it. <laughs> like not even if you add the word sip to it, like sip and paint. I'm like, no, still not fun. And another one is, you know, board games. Like I really just they're not my thing. Um if you want me to like I don't know, if you're at my house, let's say, or I was at your house rather, and you wanted to be like trying to get rid of me without saying it's time for you to go home now, the way to do that would be to pull out a board game because I'm just not into it. So thinking about this, there's the idea of fun and monotony and what does it mean for motherhood? Well, part of me wonders if we've just settled for this idea of good enough fun. You know how there's the good enough parenting and good enough motherhood, and these are all good concepts but this sort of thing where we have small microscopic bursts of what is essentially very low effort but also very low reward levels of excitement i.e i often think this is what scrolling is <laughs> and we do this because we've convinced ourselves it's easier than actually seeking genuine fun and genuine joy and i think for me I talk about in that book, Social Media Detox for Mums, how my brain wasn't always clear and it's still not always clear on when am I actually engaging in low-level excitement, good enough kind of fun, and when am I actually experiencing genuine joy? Because it, it tends to get lost in the monotony of day in, day out. Um, it might come in the form of, you know, when you book childcare and you get childcare and you just fill your day with work so that you don't have to feel to yourself like you're slacking off, like you're not allowed to use childcare to just rest or do hobbies or look after yourself. Um, or it might be coming in the form of this thing where you've been doing this low-level reward thing so long, so long and you're so tired that you just keep saying, I can't be bothered, I can't be bothered, I'm too tired. So it's thinking, you know... I. There's lots of things I avoided in terms of hobbies because I just thought, oh, it's too hard. I don't have the energy. Um, it's just not something to prioritise. And yet, earlier this week, I'll give you this other example. Um, I was talking to another psychologist about, you know, the mornings and how hard it is getting the kids ready for school and out the door on time. And it's like, you know, bookended by the start of the day getting to school and the end of the day when they come home from school are like not super fun. <laughs> And so she's saying to me, like, um, have you thought about prioritising fun? And that sort of hit me a little bit in the uncomfortables because I realised I'd not really, really even tried to make it fun. It's just become this task that is so monotonous and so, like, oh, 
pulling teeth that I haven't even really stopped to consider that like instead of nagging and finding it awful <laughs> maybe I've essentially just crossed fun off the whiteboard again so yeah this you know of course things need to get done and not every minute of every day can be fun I'm not suggesting that there's still not things in life that are serious that need to get done but maybe we've been taught that this is not something to prioritize um so we talked about this idea of you know, okay, so my kids take forever to get dressed. And this idea that instead of spending 20 minutes, like, nagging and checking on them, trying to, like, motivate them, doing all of that, maybe it would be better to just spend five minutes giving them your full attention, let them spin around in their bedroom, and then you gently throw items of clothing at them. So obviously not their shoes or anything hard, but, you know, like, here's your socks, here's your shirt. And every time uh, they get hit with a piece of clothing, they have to put it on. Which I could see kids finding amusing and possibly would work for some of the time. This is the thing. Like with any strategies, getting children to do something, we need to remember there's a not long term. This is going to work forever. It's just going to work for a short period of time. It's a lot like other things, like with sleep or with eating. Like you find success at one thing for a little while and then it sort of pairs off again and then you need to find something else. That's pretty normal. But I'm, I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'll let you know. And if you want to read more about fun as it relates to how we use social media and how we think about mothering and looking after ourselves, they do talk about this quite a bit in Social Media Detox for Mums. And Catherine Price is someone else you might want to look up. She has got a book called, what's it called, The Power of Fun, Why Fun is the Key to a Happy and Fulfilling Life. And so, you know, she's actually researched fun I think she's even talked to Oprah about this recently so that's I'll put the book in the show notes and you can look it up prioritize some fun even just in small increments if you can you might find it's going to take some of the monotony out of life hope that's helpful talk to you next time if you want to be a course tester for my brand new 21 day social media detox course you can do that you can try it out for 21 us dollars before it goes on sale to the public it's in beta mode at the moment which is just a kind of fancy way of saying it's a new course i haven't tried it out before i want to see if people actually find it useful and if they like it what's good about it what's not good about it what to add subtract take away all that kind of stuff so if you want to try it out you can use code 21421 i'll put it in the show notes until march 21st it's just for a limited time just so people have got a chance to try it out see if it's any good and that will be useful thank you